Hello, a couple of programming notes. This is the mid-season finale of Wyvern's Aria, and with that we have a couple announcements of what's going to happen over the next few weeks. First and foremost, we will be taking next week off. May 13th will not release an episode. On May 20th, we will have an interview between Rythan and myself, talking a little bit about his character, a little bit of character depth, and we will have episode 14 on May 27th. Additionally, Scottsdale Entertainment LLC has a big announcement coming on the 10th. If you are interested in that, come into our Discord. There will be a link in the show notes. And come hear more of what we have planned and what cool things we want to do. I also made a slight error in this episode. There is a character known as Lauren who was kidnapped earlier in the season and returned. However, it seemed like there was some name confusion and I was calling him Rameth instead, who is a different NPC. Please note that this character is Lauren and not Rameth, and I apologize for the mistake. I think Skull's Tale Entertainment LLC has something special, and I want you all to be a part of it. So come follow us on Twitter, join our Discord, we have discussions there every week, and come check out the stream and all the other projects that are coming out. It is something that is very dear to my heart. And I hope you enjoy that as well. Thank you. The party has been through a lot. There has been fire, there has been gunshots, there has been magic, there has been confusion, dealing with exploding rats and many other oddities that keep striking us down. But our party has always made it through safely. Some scars, emotional and physical, some frustrations, but still safe. But there are so many questions. Why is there somebody kidnapping people? Why are the people of Salorn here in this weird realm filled with this large city that blots out the sun. Why did our heroes decide to come together? Coming from different places, believing different things? We have a dragonborn sailor. A priestess of Persephone that has her own terrors. A tiefling to study oddities. And a man from Mezzamola who is just trying to make ends meet by taking jobs. If I were in their shoes... I would have given up a long time ago. But here they are, fighting, trying to bring peace. My name is Christopher Rondo, and welcome to Wyvern's Aria. Hello, my name is Alex Bissonette, and I'm playing the proud Dragonborn Sailor, Arnar Jerinamanis. He is a level 3 fighter using the Samurai subclass. My name is Sean, and I play Rythan Dusk. He is a level 1 warlock and a level 2 conjuration wizard. My name is Tyler, and I play Casey Stone, the level 3 Arcane Archer Fighter. Hello, my name is Kidra from Texas, and I play Vivette Moors, the level 3 Celestial Warlock.
everyone wakes up with a start as you hear the sound of a female voice screaming in the background. As people begin to shuffle around as you get rid of that grogginess of sleep as that adrenaline begins to hit you from the crisis that is occurring in your very shop. What do you do? Arnar. Well, I kick open the door. We need two hands and I can't have a sl- Yeah, so I'm holding like the, the sword in the sheath like between my legs while trying to get the scale mail on. I'll stay in the door and looking around to see what's happening. Right then. Both Trix and I will look at each other at the same time. Trix will open the door. I will throw on my coat and we will hastily proceed outside. Casey. Casey, startled by the scream, falls out of the cot he was in, is on the floor, <laughs> trying to focus on what's going on, gets up, is like, son of a... and trying to put on his holster around him as he rushes out the door. Yvette. I actually sleep in my armor, because it's actually not terribly uncomfortable, and I always leave my dagger and my pike to my sides while I'm sleeping, and my book is still holstered, so I just grab my two weapons, stand up, sheath my dagger, and run out. As you guys look towards this hallway, you're able to make eye contact with each other briefly as you scan the crowd. There are a lot of people running around, particularly workers here, as they are beginning to start their workday and are surprised by the sudden change of dynamic within this place. First person you see of interest would be Damien. Damien is running towards the hall, going further within the hallways to, to one of the back rooms. We follow. I'm trying to find Samson. Samson would be in one of the back rooms as well. Okay, then I would follow. Oh, by the way, Trix is not invisible at this moment. <gasps> I, I shoot it. I freaking, <laughs> I would shoot it. No, 100%. Yeah. I mean, it's, it's a fair point. We have a big mistake. Okay, Casey, you shoot it? Yeah. It? yeah there's a... Ah! And he shoots <laughs> Oh, 12. What is it, an imp, technically? Yep, an imp, his AC is 13. Uh, okay, is, is Arnar running? Oh, yeah, uh, wherever, the, wherever the noise is coming from and wherever the commotion is going towards, he's uh, shuffling that way, still sliding his armor on, still fastening things down. <laughs> Bavette and Arnar begin running down the hallway following Damien as you hear a gunshot coming from behind you. What is that thing? Uh, well, now I, at least I turn around, assuming the danger is actually behind us. What is your problem, Casey? Why are you shooting at tricks? What the? What is that? Our enters the room. What in the world is that? And um, he's trying to draw his sword. Oh lord, we have more pressing matters to attend to. And he's like, no, he's gonna keep putting the armor I, on. Uh, I, uh, and I start going back to where we were going in the direction. Like this is just right and being right, then I'm. Okay, whatever. Deal with it later. Are we are we ignoring the devil? Ignoring the devil. All right, we're ignoring the devil. And then I continue. Yeah, I turn around. Go back the, the way I was going. I've been running this entire time. I didn't really care about the shot in the back. <laughs> cool. Vivette, you head forward down this hallway, following after Damien, quickly being able to catch up. But Damien throws open this back door, pulls out a gun, and is quickly going in, trying to survey the situation. From this room, as you approach, you hear this low growl. I back up against one of the walls and wait to see what he does. So, Damien's in there surveying the situation. You can hear this growl as Damien has a look of confusion on his face just by reaction of the sound. And as he goes in, he gasps just, <gasps> and fires. Okay, I'll just yell, what is it? And then I'll step into the room and try and see what's going on. Sally, the lead mechanist, is is on the floor. She has this long scratch going down from her left shoulder down to her forearm. As we see Ramus, but not the Ramus you remember, not the halfling creature that you guys rescued, but he has taken on this feral appearance. He has this long tail coming out from behind him. He has claws protruding out of his hands and this brown hair coming out of his skin and he's just low growling preparing to jump 
However, he is, you do see some blood pooling at this creature's feet from the gunshots. And Damien looks like he's about to aim and fire again. As soon as that happens, though, Lauren jumps. Do I get in a uh, surprise attack, or is it more of a roll initiative situation? No, it, it, this is more of a, a cinematic thing. You don't have to, uh, like, if you want to attack, we'll have you roll to hit. No, no initiative needed. Well, I don't think I actually know anything about this individual because I wasn't here. So I think it's just something attacking people. Yeah, roll the hit. I like to think Damien is definitely a shotgun man. <laughs> 18? 18 will hit. And I am casting Witch Bolt. Okay, so go ahead and describe that to me. Witch Bolt is almost the reverse of the way the uh, Eldritch Blast looks, and what it does is it comes out in a, a small white line with black swirling around it, and it hits the creature, causing a bit of a visual explosion, and it stays on the creature no matter where it is, and continues almost a feedback loop between my palm and the creature, and I just continuously can hold it and channel this energy into it. Roll damage, please. 19 damage. Jesus. Yeah, I rolled a 12 on the first one. Arnar, Casey, and Rythen turn the corner to see Lauren getting thrown against the wall by this lightning attack as this chain between Vivette and Lauren is continually there, seemingly electrocuting this creature. It is lightning damage, right? Yes. Yeah, electrocuting this creature. Damien is there uh, with his gun out, pointing it towards Lauren. Stacy's on the floor, uh, grabbing grabbing his arm. Stacy's the, the mechanic. So I see the weird rat amalgamated halfling. Mm-hmm. All right, well, Casey immediately goes, Ah! Why are there so many weird creatures in the motorcycle shop? Well, I mean, you remember. I mean, it looks enough like a... Yeah, no, like... It, it, for all intents and purposes, it looks like Lauren. Oh, okay. Just hairier with the tail, claws. So what would you guys like to do before we roll damage again? Like the, you know, just... <sighs> sprint in a spear tackle and just try to uh, restrain him. Go ahead and give me an athletics check. I will assist. Go ahead and give me an athletics check with advantage. Good thing for the advantage, because that was a 5 or a 14, plus Ooh. 5 makes it a 19. Okay, I rolled a 1 plus 0. So it didn't matter, good. okay, good. 1. <laughs> yeah, so this person is getting electrocuted with this lightning attack from Vivette. Damien is lining up one of the shots, but before he can fire, Arnar and Casey go in. Arnar doing this, this tackle and grabbing this creature, restraining him. Vivette, will you like to continue your damage? What's going on here? Um, should I? I'm, I'm, I'm gonna keep going, and uh, I, I don't know if the lightning affects the people grappling this individual. You would know uh, that, as if it's your magic. Uh, Witch bolt is directed on one creature. Yeah. So uh, while cinematically, like, I was gonna say Arnar's hair would go on end, but Arnar's I ain't hair. got no hair. But. You know, cinematically, Arnor would feel it, but not not any not any damage. Un- not any. Until they tell me to stop, I'm gonna keep going. So I'll cut another twelve and five. That's almost the same thing. So uh, seventeen. Well, okay. <laughs> yeah, Lauren goes limp. And once <laughs> that happens, the the magic connection just drops. Okay. He is going to make his death save using our death saving rules. Let me go ahead. You said he did 17 damage. That means he's at negative 15 health right now. Ooh. Okay. And he failed this saving throw. Okay. Uh, He's still up. Okay. Still, still up? Wait, what? Like, well, sorry. He's still alive. Oh, okay. <laughs> but he's making death saves. Right. Oh, okay. Well, Casey um, immediately s- looks at Vivette and goes, Well, you didn't have to... Kill him! We had him! <laughs> I didn't know. Nobody told me anything. I thought this person was attacking the shop. Do you need me to... Uh, 
Hold on. Is this a friend? I fasten. Someone give me. Someone give me some rope or something. And I, I give you my shackles. Well, even better. And I what? Shackle what? them. <laughs> yeah, uh, yeah, I'm an investigator. I have shackles. What was Rythan doing in the closet? We'll never know. Kinky, but uh, it, oh, I guess it'll work. And I, uh, <laughs> I, uh, yeah, shackles hands behind him. All right. Is this so- full blown like feet hand shackles or just like handcuffs? They're handcuffs. Okay. Cool. Is this a friend or foe? This is we a friend. Know. Do the oh, flashy okay, healy spare, magic thing. Ah, uh, spare the dying. Spare the dying. Stabilize. And then, if I can, I'll try a bit of healing light. Uh, can, let's just keep him unconscious for now. We can, if he's safe, he's safe. We can keep him under yeah, for now. Yeah, let's just keep okay. him under. We'll figure out what's going on. But this, I realize we didn't particularly introduce you. This is Lauren, and something happened to him, and we saved him from that elf man. I don't know if we were saved. He more like let him go. Oh, is this that same Halperin place person yes. thing? Yes. All right. Okay. That kind of makes more sense now. Um, this is probably... what happens to the people he experiments on. Yeah, probably should have known that um, before. You know, I thought we would have shown you the the weird. We were getting beast shot man. at. You know, we don't haven't had time. Yeah, those are some uh, Ooh, busy busy uh, week. We we're a little oh, preoccupied. True. That's true. All right. Well, I'm sorry I killed your friend. As this conversation is going on, you still hear growling coming from the room. There, there's something else here that catches your attention as you're having this conversation. Oh, it seems to be coming from the ceiling. That's not me. And uh, I look up. How high is the ceiling? 10, 11 feet. Normal, normal ceiling height. If I look up, can I see what's causing it? No. Can I stab towards the sound with my pike? Because my pike has a 10-foot breach. Perfect. Well, well, we'll do it this way before that. Why don't, why don't you all roll me a perception check? I was just going to cast Detect Magic. Or you can do that if you want. Yeah, I'm going to. Uh, I have a 19 perception. Ooh. 20, not natural, but 20. Uh, 14, where's perception? Plus 2? Oh boy, 16. Bryson, you don't see anything coming from the ceiling as far as magic is concerned, but both Vivette and yourself are, are kind of have a magical aura, like a natural magical aura that both Casey and Arnor do not have, as well as Casey's pistol and you know, some some of the equipment going on as well. Everyone else, uh, you guys hear this low growling, and this growling isn't actually coming from from the ceiling. It actually sounds a little further than that. Like, on the roof? Coming to the freaking walls, man. <laughs> uh, probably further than that. Is there any way to get to the top of this building? There's probably rooftop access. Uh, while they're figuring this out, I'm going over to, uh, st- st- I keep wanting to call her Sally, and I don't know why. Her name might actually be Sally. I don't remember. Yeah, I think it's Sally in my notes. Uh, Stally. I'm going to combine them. S- Stally. No. Okay, I go, I go over that. that name. <laughs> so, before I run away, I'm going to go up to her and cast Healing Light, and then I'm going to run out of the room and try and find the rooftop access. I'm, okay. ar- I'm already, like, going there, because I know, would know where it is. So, we'll say that Casey is out first, because of that moment of healing, and then Vivette is following quickly. Rythan. I'm just gonna, a brisk pace, follow them. I'm not gonna run. Uh, 18 points of healing for Sally. And Arnor. I see that the, the healing works, so, uh, yeah. I follow everyone else out. Is everyone, like, in the shop, like, all the people in the shop, I'm assuming, like, Looking around, like, do I see everyone I expect to see? With, with the exception of Damien, who was in this room, it seems like most people are already outside. And I assume that it has taken, it's going to take us more than six seconds to get up there? Uh, it's going to take you more than six seconds to get outside, for sure. Then I'm going to click the, the rod of the pack keeper and get back one spell slot. Okay, so uh, since Arnar is going to be the last one out of the room, it seems like, is that fair? Oh, yeah, because I guess I was checking on her, but okay. depends on uh, 
how fast I move compared to Rythan's apparently uh, well, slowly you're... moseying his way out. Yeah. So you're, you're the last one out of the room, so uh, Damon's going to catch your attention before you leave. It's like, some something triggered him. This is not... Something's not right. He, he's he been stable. We need to find the trigger. I'm thinking, I'm hoping it's that noise. Cut to Casey, climbing a ladder. <laughs> Casey and Vivette uh, run outside as people are looking upward. As we see this figure of a black dragon flying underneath the Undercity. Full wingspan covering a good 20 feet as it begins to fly. Hmm. Rythan and Arnar come out seconds later. Well, you don't see that every day. Well, that's not a good sign. Um, that's not a good sign at all. I'm going back inside. Bye. Damien also followed Arnar and Rythan out, seeing this thing as the growling returns from inside. As it almost sounds like a, a dog yelping at this point, coming from where Lauren was. So, what do we know about uh? Uh, the gold, uh, black dragon? Black dragons are, like traditional D&D lore, tend to be on the evil side. Well, uh, morality and alignment isn't necessarily very strict in Wyvern's Aria, where uh, evil deeds are not necessarily place you in a, you know, chaotic evil place. Uh, these people tend to be the type of, type of dragons to pillage and, you know, doing things for selfish reasons. So... Alright, I guess I must... The dragons are... There are regular dragons and the dragon deities, or, or is it... Correct, so... Okay, this whole time I was for thinking that dragons were entirely just deities. Yes and no. There is Raksha and Siren, your um, god deities, and then there are 30 dragons, and there's 30 dragons only. So they don't seem to have any, any kids, so... They're extremely rare, but I don't know if I... They're like demigods as opposed to gods. So would I be able to recognize? A black dragon for sure. Orythan's going to turn to Arnar and say, uh, You know that fella? I mean, yeah. So would I be able to recognize like exactly which one this is? It's the male one. Oh, so there's only two of each uh, Correct. color? Ooh. I know he's not a good fella, I'm assuming. He's not a good fella. Not a good fella. Why don't you give me a wisdom save? Wisdom save. Oh, why? I'm scared. Oh, it's okay, guys. I got a solid plus zero for that. Well, I don't know what's up with this particular die, but uh, this is my third 14 in a row. 14 plus zero? Yep. Okay. As you head out there and try to discern this creature, that initial shock coming over, the dragon roars. <laughs> Begins to shake the very foundation of the Undercity as we actually begin to see cracks coming from the top area of the structure. You, as this roar happens in, in your core, you begin to just that anger intensifies as the kind of reactively let out your breath weapon. Uh, we'll point it upward so it doesn't affect anyone as, these, as this lightning bolt shoots upward. You also see Lydia. Lydia began to uh, fall over and roll as she uh, begins to give this dragon roar as well. Um, and you hear Lauren in the background yelping. In the distance, you hear three or four sounds of what sounds like howling coming from different places, as if from some sort of wolf. You okay there, Arnor? Still exceptionally angry. Angry? Okay there, buddy. Can you control yourself? Can I? <laughs> so anything you do will be your choice for your character. But uh, keep in mind you are angry, so. But I'm not going to force you to punch right or anything like that. As funny as that would be. Oh, but now you put the idea in my head. <sighs> Alright, so all of a sudden really angry. I'm hearing a bunch of howling. I'll forgive you this one time. Big old dragons around. Hmm. So many options. <laughs> yeah. Probably turns and has the fist ready to go. <sighs> Make sure everyone's alright, and then I, I need to find something to kill. Where's that coming from? 
in the looking just uh, running out to the street looking for the howling. Running out to the street, realizing now a giant dragon is flying around, and now an angry dra dragon person is running out into the middle of the street with probably crowds. And uh, it's probably a bad idea, but I'm there now. I'm sure he'll be fine. Vivette, what are you up to? How high up is this dragon from us? About 300 feet or so. Pretty high. Okay. Um, I I can't I can't hit that thing with it with anything. Um, uh, does anyone know what is going on? What what are we supposed to do? I I I haven't seen this before, and I I don't know what I'm supposed to do. What did your God say what to do? Really? Please shut. Really? Up. Right now? She punches Rythen. <laughs> Everybody punch Rythen. Okay, roll, roll to hit. And I'm not sure what I add to this because it's the strength. Off. It would be your strength mod. Oh yeah, I'm I miss him. Okay. That's a three. Okay. I'm gonna chuckle. Shut up! I still have more weapons, and I just push him out of my way, and I guess I try and listen to where the howling is coming from and understand what is going on and maybe where they are. Casey. Well, see, Casey is a normal human boy, and he is very scared by this giant flying creature above his uh, home city. He doesn't know what to do, so he's going to ask Damien. <laughs> so uh, is Damien still uh, inside the motorcycle shop? No, he he ran out with Arna. Okay. Damien, should we be concerned about this? Does this include us, or uh, is this a different matter altogether? <laughs> Damien is a pretty smart guy, but he, he seems pretty dumbfounded by, by the situation and goes... I, I I don't I don't know. Uh, get to a high place and see if you can survey anything. Oh, really? You gotta have me go do the. All right. While he's asking if he should be concerned, Arnar's in the street yelling, "Get to shelter! Get inside!" Just yelling at everyone he sees. Okay. And did I need to make a perception roll to try and figure out where the the sound would have come from for the werewolves? Uh, you can get a general idea, but we're we're going to pause on that. And uh, Oswald comes out, and last one out, kind of bedhead, still in PJs, kind of like scratches himself. So I was like, ah, uh, what I miss? What I miss? Dragon? Uh, what? Dragon. Nah, you're you're lying. Look you're, up. You're... Okay, oh. <laughs> what is the dragon doing? Is it circling, or is it like going in one direction? Right now, it, it's circling and it is inhaling. Uh, nope. And I walk inside. I'm as soon as I see him start to inhale, I am going to run back down at least not all the way, but just to some modicum of protection. Sure. I'm gonna follow Arnar. Sure. How 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 high is the dragon? Three hundred feet. Three hundred feet. Don't shoot the dragon. <laughs> uh, Casey is walking inside to his uh, room area, grabbing his laser rifle and going to the roof because he doesn't know what to do anymore and he's just like, screw it. Okay. Very nonchalantly. Just like, okay. I'm done. I just... So Oswald is going to follow Rythen pretty close by, has his tuning fork out. You know, he, he seems to be casting some spells. Primarily this bluish light begins to surround him as he casts Mage Armor and approaches approaches Arnar and sees I'd imagine visibly sees the anger on Arnar's face. Vivette jumps for jumps for doesn't jump but head heads for cover. Uh, so she can go across across the street to the apartments and place herself underneath a balcony enough where she can still kinda of see the dragon, but she does get a little bit of cover from anything that may be coming towards her. Arnar. So are you going to jump for cover or are you still trying to direct traffic? So, we said with cover, is it looking like the dragon's like making a pass this way? It looks like the dragon is breathing out, and you of all people would understand what the breath weapon is. And it's gonna, it's gonna be coming this direction, right? Correct. It did circle around. Well, shucks. Uh, so before where he was just yelling out for shelter, now it's a get to cover now, like just yelling like people like looking at people like in the face so they see him, like yelling the word cover, and if anyone's frozen still. Uh, he's going to, like, anyone nearby who's frozen still, like, if there's, like, one or two people that he can do this for, it's gonna tackle them into cover while he also takes cover. 
Give me a perception check, please. All, f all four of you. You guys ready for another 14? Okay, I was an eight that time. Nine. Bully, that's a 10. Can I keep my perception check from earlier? Because I actually didn't end up using it. Nine. Okay. <laughs> it would have been a 22. Okay. So, Favette has a 22, and everyone else um, has a less than 10? Yeah. 10, exactly. Okay. Wait, by the way, this whole time, with the whole, like, you know, something weird happening, uh, whenever Arnar opens his mouth to talk, there's a uh, little sparks jump in between his teeth. <laughs> Cute. Alright, I need more D8s. Oh, I don't like the no. sound of that. Don't say that. Am I on the roof yet before it sh it does its thing? Yes, absolutely. All right. I think it's in at least long range for my uh, revolver. Sure. And I have sharpshooter, so before it does whatever the heck it's going to do, I don't know. Can I see if I can hit it with a shadow shot? Sure, go ahead and roll. Man, man's going to do it. I'm going to blind He's actually going to shoot the dragon. Okay. Oh, hell yeah. That's, um, Did you crit 20, 28. 28 hits. Oh, geez. What do I have to roll for the shadow shot? Um, it is a wisdom save. Okay, he has a plus 9 to this. Shit. 19 plus 9, 28. Okay, well, he's not blind. He still takes the damage and the shot damage. I can okay. find my d10. Arnar probably sees a shot go off, knowing who it's from, and goes, You madman, you idiot. Five, 11, uh, 13 plus 18 damage. Alright, well, this changes his directory a little bit. But, um, <laughs> Favette, with your 22, you look up towards the, towards the dragon, and this dragon definitely has a rider. You can't really tell what the rider is, but you can see the silhouettes of it with the pretty poor poor lighting of the Undercity, which strikes your attention. But this dragon uh, feels the shots, feels the magic being attempted to use on him, and changes his directory. Can I yell out real quick to everybody, the dragon, somebody's riding the dragon. What? Somebody's riding the dragon. Don't you see them? Casey's not listening at this point. He's just, he's, he's given up. The dragon breathes in and breathes out. It's this line of acid go towards the the cycle shop, hits Pete's burger, as well as the parking structure and the school behind it as you can see this thing begin to corrode, completely destroying all three of these buildings with, with that amount of damage. Oswald is not in cover yet. <sighs> Oswald. Oswald seems to be standing looking up and seems to be thinking. What's on your mind, old man? Nothing more. He's melting. <laughs> And so there, there are going to be casualties here. So you do hear more screaming, more people freaking out. And the dragon's going to roar again as the structure of the Undercity does seem to get looser and looser. Oswald sits there relatively calm. I have only seen the dragon twice. Is this the second or the third time? This will be the second time. Oh, this is my first. Way too calm. <laughs> we're, we're used to odd stuff happening. Uh, nobody can really understand Casey because he's up on the roof, but you hear him cursing into the sky, like, just <laughs> upset. Uh, you should probably get into cover, though. Just a thought. Yeah, he's gonna go inside after seeing what it did to the buildings and the bus. It's like, it's, he's going back inside. To a dissolving building? Did it hit our building? Yes. Oh. It's melting. <laughs> well, well mom, mom, I, I gotta get my bike. I'm getting my bike. Uh, <laughs> gotta okay. get out, then. I guess Arn's gonna run back into the shop to see who's in there, who needs- Oh, shit. Uh, we got two unconscious people in there. I would also run back into the building and try and get Samson. Okay. On the way, I'm going to cast Bladewald on myself. So I have resistance to bludgeoning, pissing, and slashing. Okay. The cycle shop kind of has the, the garage, the main office, and this back area where you guys have been staying at. So it seems like most of the destruction is on the garage itself, which um, poor poor people on their motorcycles. Um, but uh, you guys can head back. Samson and Sally are, are safe. A lot of the mechanics, though, uh, that were working in the garage itself seems to have perished under the attack. But Oswald's going to uh, look towards Rython. 
give him a smile, a nod, and he is going to cast a spell. Oswald casts a spell, saying this incantation. He begins to float upward, and he shoots off, casting the fly spell, heading directly towards the black dragon. Uh, where's he going? Probably to save our butts. Cool, cool, cool. Uh, no, it's not cool. No, that's very unadvisable. Um, well, he's doing it anyway. Well, heroic, idiotic, but heroic. Um, uh, have I found, uh, Samson? Yes, you're able to find Samson. Samson was in one of the back rooms next to the one where Lauren was at, and as well as Sally at, at the beginning of the scene. Is he awake yet? Is he out of his stupor? He is not awake, but he doesn't seem to be any issues. He seems to just be sleeping. Can I try and wake him up? Absolutely. Samson! Samson, are you are you awake? Are, are you okay? Sleeping through the building collapsing? What? <laughs> uh, I, I imagine he was under, like, anesthesia. Um, was, was my thought process. But... Uh, can I slap him? <laughs> you, you can slap him, yes. <laughs> Do I have to roll for that? <laughs> no, you, you slap okay. him. Uh, we'll, we'll say that like he, he's wearing off his drugs and he's able to kind of kind of open his eyes a little bit. Very, very groggy. Okay, Samson, you need to stand up right now. There's a black dragon attacking the city. We have to get out of this building. It's going to collapse. Okay, so he, he processes it, but he will follow you out. We'll, we'll pause on that for a second. Casey, you, you've entered this building, is that correct? Yeah. Okay, what are you doing? Uh, so, do I see them, like, helping the injured people to get out of the building? Seems like it. Alright, uh, do I see Damien? Yes. Alright. Uh, Damien, I think we should leave now. Kinda, he's, like, gritting his teeth, trying to figure out what is going on, but Damien is, seems to be looking up towards Oswald, who just flew away in the dragon. Grits his teeth, gets out of his stupor, he's like, alright, Right. Uh, we have a couple vans. Go ahead and get them started. See if we can load people out. Even take that one you trashed the other day. Oh, but my bike. If my bike melts, you're buying me a new one. And I go to the vans. Arner? While I am making my way to the room that uh, Sally and Lauren were in, I'm yelling out, getting a response from Lydia. She's yelling out Lydia. Okay. Yeah, you see her. You can, uh, you can make eye contact. Get outside with the others. And then uh, I'm going into the room that those two were in, and I'm uh, grabbing them both. Grabbing them both? Which two? Sorry. The uh, Lauren and Sally? They're still uh, unconscious? Sally wasn't unconscious, but oh. Lauren was. Oh, never mind. So, Sa- Sa- Sally would have get food oh, a long time ago. Okay, alright. In that case, just Lauren. Lauren seems to be unconscious, but he is almost yelping in his sleep. Uh, yeah, probably just a, uh, like scruff style just picking up like from like the back like his clothes in the back and just picking him up like that his feet still dragging and just pulling him out cool so uh we'll, we'll pause on that scene right then we are going to introduce a uh mechanic story tool telling tool called the flashback oswald huh We've been traveling for together for a while, right? <laughs> Apparently. Yeah. Well, uh, I've been wondering. You tell me these last stories. Uh, they don't make sense. Uh, how old are you? Huh? 722,000 divided by seven. Wow. I, I don't know. I, I stopped counting. You can't believe I stopped counting. That's pretty old. Yeah. Um, how? Well, I mean, it's, uh, it's a, it's a story, for sure. Oh, well, we have time. Ugh, I'm supposed to ask you the questions. Uh, You're but the I odd one. one question, at least. One question? You asked me my age. I'm fascinated. When I was much younger, I stood out a little bit. I was adventurous in, in a family that were full of craftsmen. Went went outside one day, and was traveling a little bit, and I had the tendency to get a little lost once in a while, but I was in the mountain ranges, uh, in in the cold, and 
I crawled out of our dwarven cave and got lost within the snow. It's very easy to get lost with the snow constantly coming down and went up, climbed up the mountain and I, I heard a song and I followed the sound and that was the first time I saw a dragon. It's the only time I saw a dragon. And from there I changed. I was made a connection with this song, made a connection with this creature. Are they as terrifying as the stories say? Well, this one was a white dragon. They do say that white dragons are evil, but in that moment, that creature was just sad. And I don't think sadness is necessarily a bad emotion, but... Well, I mean, don't get me wrong. Dragons are scary. They'll... Don't don't go near a dragon. They'll, they'll eat you up. They'll spill fire on your souls as, you know... You heard the stories like, ah, dragons. I've read the stories. But um, in that moment, he wasn't very scary. Or maybe it was she. I, I couldn't really tell. I was too young to know such things. And from there, I kind of stopped aging. I, you know, I, I was... I haven't reached adulthood yet at that point, and, you know, some parts of my mind never developed because I'd never aged past it, and while my hair grew out, I did get some grays after a while, it's just, you know, I became an expert kid. It's a very weird phenomenon. Mm. God, that that must have been, like, 2,000 years ago at least. I've lived out my parents, my siblings, my siblings' kids my siblings' grandkids. I don't even know what generation they are on. I don't even think they think I exist. I think I'm just some folklore. Oh, I've become a folklore. Imagine that. That's actually pretty cool. Uh, and we'll, we'll fade back to the scene of seeing Oswald fly up towards this creature. And everyone hears a song. It, it flows through their head as this very very sad emotion kind of pierces through have you heard of the man who saved the world have you heard of the man i love he was born in this world and the world betrayed him Betrayed his life. And Oswald runs into this dragon singing this tune. This tune that seems to amplify his own voice as he continues. The dragon begins to sway left and right, seemingly losing control, shaking its head as the rider on top tries to gain control. And... As this happens, this dragon opens his mouth, shuts it on Oswald, and they both disappear, as if disappearing from existence. So, right before that happens, I'm gonna get a sense that uh, Oswald's not coming back, and I'm going to send him a message in Dwarf saying it's been an honor. Rythan... As you see Oswald in the sky singing the song and causing this dragon to disappear and everyone around you gets this this brief respite, your old friend appears. You see Trix take on a visible form and, and look at you and plant itself on your shoulder. She moves closer and closer to your ear and you just hear this high-pitched laugh coming from just... <laughs> Where is Rythan's headspace? So, Rythan just witnessed someone he deemed as his father sacrifice himself for a noble cause, which Rythan understands. He probably would have done the same thing, but still the fact that it happened hits him pretty hard as Oswald was the only one who truly understood who Rythan was. He, uh, there's not much going on. He's kind of disconnected from the world. I picture that there is a lot of chaos moving around you. We 
We'll see buildings that were destroyed by the initial acid breath begin to crumble. You can hear people screaming. We have car alarms going off and the original roar that the dragon created is causing a bit of crumbling coming from the the upper city as bits and pieces of stone begin to fall with the risk of potentially getting worse. But what Rython is focusing on is just this laughter in his ear. This numbness that begins to come over him. Why don't you make me a wisdom saving throw? Eight. I think Rython loses control. What does that look like? So his skin appears to stretch and pull. Where his flesh tears, blood begins to pour out in the color of molten lava. From with the flow of a waterfall. The only thing that remains intact are the features that Rython is more proud of. His horns grow in immensable size and his wings begin to flap as he floats into the air. He does not stop growing until his form can, can barely contain himself as the blood flow staunch chest himself. On his face, you see fear and anger. In your ear, you hear... No, 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 too soon, too soon, too soon. Rython, Rython, come back to me. Rython, come back. As this creature that looks like a pit fiend begins to rise in size, towering over many of the buildings around you. Casey, Vivette, and Arnar, who are currently at Damien's Cycle Shop, trying to get people into vans and on motorcycles to escort them out, sees this visage of this person who was once Rython. You can see him growing inside. You can see some of his facial features that are very similar, but clearly he is something more. I understand that as a person, and I run out the street, and I grab my holy symbol, and I pray to Persephone using the ring that the High Priestess gave me, and with a burst of light I try and get him under control. It is a lattice prison that wraps around them and if they touch it they are damaged and I am hoping this will keep him entombed for a time. Arnar, Casey. Arnar, I also do want to remind you that you are still under the effects of anger. Under the effects of anger. (laughs) (laughs) Well, I'd say, uh, is everyone uh, out of the shop? Like, everyone's gone, uh, gone free? Gone away? I think the biggest issue is trying to get everyone out the out the gate, not necessarily getting out of the building. His fans are large. There's a small traffic jam. Enough where, you know, people are trying to leave, but as you would imagine, the streets would be very packed. And taking a wide berth away from this giant demon and this cage that has been created. And you just hmm. hear me in the streets, grasping my holy symbol, screaming, Persephone, help me! Samson, help me! Anyone help me! Arnar, why don't you give me... Uh, well, let's wait for Casey. Casey, so you're... So, I'm currently helping the people in the shop, like, get in the vans to, like, get out. So, largely everyone's been left at the shop, but there is a traffic jam trying to get out, mostly because a large demon thing appeared. Anything you you would like to do immediately? Uh, I thought I was going to drive the van. Okay. Cool, that's fine. Uh, just double-checking that. But with the new... Like, you, you can disobey that order with Rython being Rython. Okay, so I'm, like, in the van, and I see through the windshield uh, that happening? Sure. Okay, well, Casey, not having any knowledge of this stuff happening in front of him, he's going to take priority and get people to safety. So Casey's gonna start driving away. Okay. Does he still look like Rython, or is it completely unrecognizable? The facial features of Rython are there, but again, we see these stretched skin marks, uh, this reddish glow from his blood source that seems to be always trying to push out of the skin. I will say that hearing Favette's cry... Samson is going to try to get to his feet and and move that direction, probably leaving Casey's van to get there. Uh, well, hmm, 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 Just run up to, uh, Vivette and just draw my sword and just look around and like, I don't know, just don't know what to do. But 
something's happening and there's some sort of big monster here. Stay away from him. I understand you right then. I understand you. I've been here before. You don't understand. I've been. I've been there before. Please. You have to change back. You have to. You have to stop this somehow. And I just go to my knees and I pray to Persephone for divine intervention in some way to set him back on his path. Even if it's not her work, set him back on his path. Please. Arnar, can you give me a perception check, please? All right, all right, all right. That's a 10, and I don't think I have any bonuses for perception. I do, too, so uh, 12. You hear the howling coming again from different places in the city. You get a brief glimpse of some sort of person on four legs leaving a building. Seems to be just sort of crawling out of an open window. Someone who seems to be in very similar condition to Lauren. And then you see a second one out in the distance. Vivette is currently trying to communicate to Rythen. Samson will enter the scene in a moment, and Casey is stuck in a traffic jam trying to get out. What would you like to do, Arnor? I would uh, just uh, point those out to her. We either we have to go or you have to get ready for a fight. Choose now. I say we get ready for a fight. Obviously, this, this is something that is happening everywhere. We, we can't stop this right now, but we have to fight. We have to fight. The problem is, is he, and she points up to him, we need him, and this is wrong. This is so wrong. We have to save him. But if, if you, you think that we need to leave him, you have, you have to tell me. I... I can't make this decision. I can't. And I don't want to leave him. But if we have to, then that's what we have to do. Uh, I don't know the first thing about what's going on here. That is just... I don't know if Ryan was always that or that just happened to him. I don't know if it's permanent. I don't know what. It just happened to him. Trust me, I know. I know. Seen. I've seen this. I've seen things before. Trust me, I know. The were-rats get closer. If you think you can do anything about them, then do it. Uh, if you can't, there's nothing we can do here. Stephanie, please. I know we're in a strange world. I know, but Stephanie, please help us. Help us. We cannot stay. Samson is going to arrive on this scene. Looking towards Vivette. Samson, help me. Help us. Something is incredibly wrong here. Help. This this is the curse of my kind. This is a creature from my god's domain. I can pull it back, but you must pull Rythen forward. Can you do that? Of course, of course. And I, I know more about your god's domain than you know. I will pull as hard as I can from this side with this place do the rest. You, Dragonborn, you have a knife? I have a dagger. Here, have it. And I hand it over to Samson. Samson takes this dagger, begins to walk very slowly to Rythen, and begins to say this incantation as he raises this knife up straight into his forearm and cuts. Samson goes a little woozy, a little drowsy, but doesn't stop his incantation. The blood begins to flow down as it goes into the street as the same molten lava color that was Rythen's blood begins to emulate in this own blood currently on the ground. And everyone can feel the magic from the hells rising around you. And against my will but also with my will i will try to feed it from my past i will bring forth imagery that i am not comfortable with 
and I will feed it. And I will put my hands out against my own religion. And I will feed that power the way I used to. Rythan, <laughs> you feel very numb. You are in a lot of pain, and your natural reaction to that is to shut down. And when a tiefling shuts down, something else takes over. And that thing, this entity that takes tieflings over, is currently being pulled away. And you get a brief glimpse of the outside world. You see Casey trying to save as many people as he can. Arnar with the sword out is about to raise his weapon against these rat-like creatures coming towards him. Vivette and Samson preparing this ritual to the detriment of their own health. Does Rythan come back to us? Rythan will, will see during this moment that the group of people he's been traveling with, who he hasn't been treating the best, trying and risking their lives to save him, will realize that he's not entirely alone that he thought he was. But how close are these war rats? A hundred feet. Can I just launch a fireball at them real quick? <laughs> <laughs> sure. All right. So, seeing that they're trying their hardest to save Rythan and that they're also in danger of being overrun, I'm going to muster most all my strength and launch a fireball in the direction of all the were-rats to try and cut down their numbers. And okay. then I will come back, yeah. How does that look like for Rythan? So, Rythan's wings will extend out, and above his horns, a, a greenish flame will start, and it will grow in between his wings. And then when it gets to the size of... When it gets to, this, when it gets to a six-foot diameter sphere, the fireball will launch forward, and smash into the were-rats. And as this ball is starting to generate over his head, I start to cast Blade Ward on myself, not knowing what's coming, and pleading for him not to hurt us. Well, my facial expression will have changed. To what? A more calm and familiar expression that is trying to, when you look at it, it's, you get the sense of don't worry. Like you're not in danger. <laughs> I don't know how you wouldn't worry, but uh, um, you can, you can, Arnar and Vivette, at the very least, can tell where the magical energy is being focused on. Something about Rison's expression going from that numbness to slight determination, slight calmness will show that whatever is happening now is having an effect. And does Rythan shrink to his normal size? Rythan will start shrinking to his normal size. However, his horns will not are not going to go back to the original size. They are going to be slightly bigger. Right. And I will run up to Samson and say thank you thank you so much for your assistance I I don't know if we could have done this without you here let me let me help and I will uh, heal him for three points of healing okay we fade to black with the image of Rythan shrinking on the ground of the streets after exerting a lot of energy, looking around, trying to get his bearings, Casey is in a car, not but a block away, unable to move the vehicle due to the traffic and unable to really understand what is going on. Arnar stands sword out against a wave of now decimated were-rats, but more still approaching, and Vivette standing channeling the magic of Persephone into Samson, and we'll fade to black here.
This podcast is copyright 2020 by Scald's Tale Entertainment, LLC.